We're learning Dafayin on the top of the Yomer, the second line. The Geilol Seifetere V'chulu. It said in the Mishnah that you roll the Seifetere and then the Kayin Gadol has to say, Yoyse Mimasha Karasi Lufnechem Kosov Khan. More than what I read is actually written here because he had skipped from Achrei Mois to Parshas Emer. So why does he have to announce this? Why is it necessary? So the Gemara answers, In order that there shouldn't be something negative said about Sefer people are going to say that, look, the Sefer must be missing. We went straight from Achrimois to Emma. Therefore, he lets everyone know that it's written in the Sefer The next thing it said in the Mishnah was, and then when he reads from Chumash HaPikudim, which is in Parshas Pinchas, the Musafin of Yom Kippur, so that he reads Valpeh. He doesn't read it in the Sefer Teireh. Amai, so the Gemara asks, why doesn't he read it in the Sefer Teireh? Nikri, why doesn't he roll until Parshas Pinchas and read from there? The answer is, You don't read the Sefer Teireh Sorry, you don't roll the Sefer Teireh and make them wait. Because it's not honorable for the people to have to sit quietly and wait while you're rolling the sefetera. So this is really what we already learned before in the Gemara. The Gemara said this point that you could only roll as long as it won't be a break after the Maturgaman will finish interpreting. So the Taisa Sishanim here says that the Gemara knew this already. The Gemara is only asking this question in order to give the reason here now why we don't want to make people wait. Why can't we bring another Sefer that you don't have to roll and read from it? So he said the reason is because then people will say that there's a blemish, there's a psal in the first Sefer Rashi says that means people will say that it must be the first Sefer is missing this Parsha. Other Rishayim say, no, people are not going to say that because they already announced Rather, they might think that some psal happened to the Sefer right now as he was reading it, and therefore they're bringing another Sefer The reason is, when you bring another Sefer you have to make a new bracha, and that's an unnecessary bracha. Even though there's a reason why we're doing this, but you could have read, you could have read everything from the first Sefer without a new bracha. So therefore, this is considered to be an unnecessary bracha, therefore we don't do this. Are we concerned if you bring a second Sefer that it'll look like there's a psal with the first one? What Rav Yitzchak Nafche said as follows. So you have three Sefer One you read in it from the Parsha of the week or of the uh, Indian of the day that is, which is Rishchidosh. Uh, I'm sorry, Hanukkah. Again, Shabbos, let's start over again. So yes, you read from the Parsha of the day, which is uh, the uh, Parsha. Then you read from Rishchidosh. And the third, you read from Hanukkah. So you see clearly that you do use three different Sefer at the same time. And we're not concerned that it seems like there's a Psal in another Sefer so the Gemara answers, If you're using three Sefetaitis and there are three different people that are reading from the Sefetaitis, then it doesn't seem like there's a psal. It's for the three different people. But here it's the Kayan Gadol that's reading everything. So one person to read from two Sefetaitis, that would look like it's a Pagam, therefore it's not done. The Mishnah continued and said, 
Do you make a bracha, eight brachas after you read the Sefer Teireh on Yom Kippur? What are the brachas? Tana Rabbanu v'lert nabraisa, ala Teireh, you make the bracha, berchas ha-Teireh, kederech shemavachim v'vesak neses, ashenasan lona Teireh zemes, after you read the Sefer Teireh. Then ala Avedah, the bracha ala Avedah, which is like we say in Shemay Nasser, ritzei, v'alaidah, then maidim, v'amechilis ha-avayn, then you say a bracha ha-mechilis ha-avayn, also which is said in davening, ketikna, like it's instituted to say in davening. Then, Vala Mikdash Bifniatzmai, another bracha for the base of Mikdash, Vala Kayyadi Bifniatzman, another bracha separately for the Kayyadim, Vala Yisrael Bifniatzman, another bracha for Yidin, and then Vala Shar Tfilah. And then the rest of Tfilah you daven to the Abishra for the Yidin. And another Braisa it says, Tonarabanon, what's this Tfilah? Ushara Tfilah, the rest of the Tfilah that you say, Rino, Tchino, Bakosha. First a song, then a supplication, and then a request. Lufanech, Bakosha, Mufanech, Alamchi Yisrael. That we dive into the Ebishter for the Yidin, Shetzrichim Livashaya, that have to be saved. And he concludes this bracha with Shemeyat Filah. Following all of this, all of the people that are present, maybe Sefetere Mibesai, bring the Sefetere from their house, and they read in the Sefetere, to show to the public the beauty of the Sefetere that they wrote. That they were sh- they're showing everybody the Zeh, Kali Van Veyu, the Hidur Mitzvah of the beautiful Sefetere that they wrote with nice ink and with nice parchment and so on. So, this was a time to show everybody the nice Sefetere that they wrote. Rashi here says that they would bring the Sefeteres from Erev Yom Kippur, not to carry on Yom Kippur. And then they showed it on, on Yom Kippur. Rashi in Masech Saita says that they would actually bring it on Yom Kippur itself, as it would seem from the simple Lashon of the Gemara, that maybe Sefetere mi they bring it on Yom Kippur. Either the reason is because we learned before in the Gemara there's no Hetzal, there's no Isra of Hetzal on Yom Kippur, or other opinions say because Yerushalayim, in a time when the doors were locked and there was a wall around the entire Yerushalayim, you're allowed to carry from your house to the Azar and the Beis Mikdash. The next thing in the Mishnah, Haraya Kayan Gadol, one sees the Kayan Gadol reading in the Beis Mikdash, so he can't see what's being done outside with the Param and Asrafim there, that's too far away. And then the Mishnah said, It's not because he's not allowed to leave to go there, but it's just that it's too far. Obviously, why, why does the Mishnah have to clarify that it's not something that's not allowed? What would be the Yisr here? Answers the Gemara, I would think to say, that there's an Isra, like based on what Ishlakish said. Ishlakish said, You're not allowed to walk away from an opportunity of a mitzvah. And what's the mitzvah here? That over here, when you're attending by the Kayanim that are burning outside, or you're attending inside the Azara where the Kayan Gadl is reading from the Sefer Torah, you're adding to the many people that are there and adding to the beauty of the king, the beauty of the mitzvah. So you being there is participating in a mitzvah. So therefore I would think you're not allowed to leave and go to see in the other place what's going on. Kamash Mulan, therefore, teaches me, no, that you're only attending. You're sort of the hefts of the mitzvah, creating the Bereivan, but you're not fulfilling a mitzvah. Zog the Mishnah, im bebigdei bots kaira. So like it said in the previous Mishnah, that the Kayin Gadol, when he read from the Sefer Teira, had a choice. He could use his linen garments of the Kayin Gadol of Yom Kippur, or he could use his own personal white robe. So if he was wearing the linen garments, so then, Kiddush Yodav Eraglov, he now when he's done, he comes to wash his hands and feet, and then Poshat Yodav, Poshat, he undresses, Yodad Vetoval, and he goes to the Mikveh. Ole comes up in the topic and he dries himself, and then big day They bring him the gold garments, the lavash, and he gets dressed. and again he washes his hands and feet. Every time the kohen gadol goes to the mikveh, as we learned this before, he washes his hands and feet before 
and after. The Yatsavasa es Eloi ves Now he comes out with the gold garments. He brings the ayel, which is an oila, a ram for an oila, for himself, and a ram for the people, for the yidin, also a carbon oila. And then, and then he brings also seven lambs for the carbon musif of Yom Kippur. That's the order according to the opinion of Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Kiva says, These seven kvasim were brought after and together with the carbon tamad shal shachar, which then was also done with the gold garments, and then the kain gadol would bring the karbonis musif with the tamad shal shachar, not when he puts on the gold garments after he finishes all the aveda of yom kippur in the white garments. Upara oila and the para oila. So as we'll see in the gemara, the gemara has a suffix whether this is connected to what it just said that the para oila is done with the tamad shal shachar, or this continues with the continuation of the mishnah. Now there's another goat that's being brought, the blood is brought outside. So this is not the sar that we spoke about before, that the blood is brought inside the Kedush HaKedoshim. This is the sar that's brought Bachotz. So you craving im Tomit Shel It was brought together with the Tomit Shel Ben That's the order according to Rabbi Kiva. Kiddush Yadav after he's finished with this, again he washes his hands and feet, Upashat, and he undresses, V'yarad V'tava, goes to the mikveh, V'olog V'nistapik, and he dries himself, and he v'yilay big de'lova, they bring him again the white garments, V'lovash, and he dresses, V'kiddush Yadav V'raglov, and he washes his hands and feet again. Nichnas lo'itziyah sakaf, now he has to go into the Kiddush HaKedoshim to take out the ladle that has the k'tayris in it, V'samachta, and the pan that had the fire in it. And he comes out, and again, Kiddush Yadav Raglov, he washes his hands and feet, the Poshat V'yorat V'toval, and he undresses and goes to the Mikveh, Olav and Estapik, and he dries himself, and he v'yilei big day Zohov, again they bring in the gold garments, V'lovash, and he dresses V'kiddush Yadav Raglov, and washes his hands and feet. And now he does the final Avedis of the day, V'nichnas, he enters into the Heichal, L'haktik Teirish Ben to bring the Teirish of Ben Arbaim, this is besides the special Teirish of Yom Kippur that was brought in the Kedesh HaKedoshim, he now brings the Teirish of the day, V'lehetev V'sanedos, and then to prepare the Neirish and to light the Neirish of the Beis HaMikdosh. And the Kedesh Yadav Raglov, and when he's done, again he washes his hands and feet, Upashat, and he undresses, and he v'yuloi big day atzmai, now they bring him his own personal garments, v'lovash, and he gets dressed, u'melaven oisai, and now he, he leaves the Beis HaMikdosh, and they accompany him, ad basi until his home, v'yomtiv ha'ya oisai le'oyavav, and the Kayim Gadol would make a yomtiv for his friends, b'shoa sh'yotza b'shaloi min ha'kaydesh. When he came out peacefully from the Kaidesh, as some, some Rishayim say, this refers to the fact, that he didn't pass away in the Kedush HaKadoshim, as it happened often to Kayanim that were not Tzadikim. Or it also means that not, nothing, no mishap happened when he did the Aveda, he didn't become Tomeh, and he was able to do everything perfectly. So he made a big yomtiv for this schus to do this Aveda. So the Gemara will focus on that detail in Rabbi Kiva's opinion, where it says, So the question was asked, How do you read the Mishnah? Do I read it as follows? Im tomet shal shacha hoyu kreven. That Rabbi Kiva is saying that the seven kvasim are brought in the morning with the tomet shal shacha. Upara oila, but then the para oila v'soir anase b'chutz and another soir, which is also a musaf that's brought on the outside. Im tomet shal bein arbayim. Those are brought together with the tomet shal bein arbayim. That's how you read it. Oidel me, or maybe the way to read the mission is hachikama. In Tomit Shal Shachar, how you craving? You bring the seven kvasim with the Tomit Shal Shachar. Upara Oila Ba'adayu. And the Para Oila is brought along with the seven kvasim by the Tomit Shal Shachar. 
And then the goat that's, uh, that the blood is brought outside, that's the one that Rabbi Kiva is saying is brought with the Tomat Shobayin Arbayin. So the question is regarding the Par Ha'ila. Where does it belong? With the Tomat Shachar or with the Tomat Shobayin Arbayin? Now, Vesu, there's another few points here that are unclear in the opinions of the Mishnah, of Rabbi Loza, Rabbi Yezah, and Rabbi Kiva. So, first of all, para oilol Rabbi Yezah. This para oilol that Rabbi Kiva mentions, Rabbi Loza didn't say anything about it. The Shaire, he left it over. Amos Ovidle, according to his opinion, when is it done? Vesu, another question, Bein Rabbi Yezah, Bein Rabbi Kiva, both according to Rabbi Yezah and Rabbi Kiva, the Mishnah seems to be skipping something. A mure chatos, the pieces of the chatos, and we're talking here about the chatos that was brought on the inside, the soir anasa b'fnim, that it said in the, one of the previous Mishnahs that the Kohen Gadol tore the uh, body of the animal open and he placed the pieces into a bowl to prepare them to be brought on the Mizbech, but it was not brought on the Mizbech at that point yet. So Amos Ovedluhu, when is it brought on to the Mizbech? So Rav answered to all these questions. When you're not going to find a clear, exact schedule of how everything was done. According to Rabbi Eliezer, this was said by a Tana that said it by Shmuel. And according to Rabbi Eliezer, you found it in the Taisefta where Rabbi Eliezer specifically says the order according to his opinion. The Tana of Shmuel, we learned by Shmuel. Rabbi Eliezer, that Rabbi Eliezer said, Yotza, he came out. So now when he completed the Aveda of the day of Yom Kippur with the white garments, so now he comes and with the gold garments, he brings the ram for himself and for the Yidin, which is an Eulah. And then the Eimure Chatos. And this is the time when he also brings the Chatos onto the Mizbeach. So that settles this question that we see that it's done right over here. Avol Par Now, Rabbi Yezah continues to say the Par which in the Mishnah Rabbi Yezah did not mention. So this Par Oila, Vishivas Kvasim, and the seven Kvasim, Vishoyer Anasa Bechutz, and also the Soyer that's done outside, Im Tamit Shel Bein Arbaim. All of these Musafin are all done with the Tamit Shel Bein Arbaim. So this is interesting because here the Shivas Kvasim is different than what Rabbi Yezah said in the Mishnah. Because in the Mishnah Rabbi Yezah seemed to be saying that the Shivas Kvasim are done not with the Tamit Shel Bein Arbaim, but when he put on the gold garments after he was finished with the Aved of Yom Kippur of the day. And then following that he put on the white garments again, and only afterwards did he come to the Tomat Shalbein Arbayim. But if you hear, in this price, Rabbi Yez is saying that the Shivas Kvasim are done together with the Para Eila and the Soir Anasa Bechutz, when he put on the gold garments the final time with the Tomat Shalbein Arbayim. Rabbi Kiva de Tesefta Mahi, what does Rabbi Kiva say in the Tesefta? The Tanya we learned in the Braise, Rabbi Kiva, Oyme Rabbi Kiva says, Para Oila, the Shivas Kvasim, the Para Oila and the Seven Kvasim are not done like Rabbi Yezah says in the afternoon with the Tomit Shal Ben Abayim, rather, Im Tomit Shal Shachar Hoyukraven. It's brought with the Tomit Shal Shachar in the morning. Shanema, and the source for this is, is the Pasuk where it says, Mulvad Oila Sabayker Asher Lo Oila Satomit. So this is the Pasuk that says, by all the Musafin of all Yamim Tevin. The, so there the Pasuk says that the Karbanis Musafin are being brought besides the carbon Tomid that's brought in the morning. So this indicates that the Karbanis Musafin are connected to the Tomid Shal Shachar. That besides and after the Tomid Shal Shachar, you bring the Musafin. So therefore Rabbi Kiva says, all of these Musafin are not brought in the afternoon like Rabbi Yezer, but they're brought in the morning with the Tomid Shal Shachar. And following this, Avedis Ayayim. The Kohen Gadol puts on his white garments to do all the special Avedis of the day of Yom Kippur, the Ketayres, and the two Seirim, 
that uh, one of them that goes inside and the part of the Kohen Gadol. Then the Achakach, and then when he finishes doing those of special Avedis of Yom Kippur, Sa'ir Hanas So this is another detail which he argues with Rabbi Eliezer that this, this Sa'ir is not done uh, with the Tomat Shobain Arbayim, like Rabbi Eliezer said, but it's done right over here after he finishes doing the special Avedis of Yom Kippur, and the final Avedis was with the Sa'ir that was brought inside, now he brings another Sa'ir which is done on the outside. Shanema, how do I know that this Sa'ir is done here following the Sa'ir that was done on the inside? Because it says, Sa'ir izim echad chatos, Movad chatas akipurim. That there's another soil that's brought as a chatas with the blood is sprayed outside, besides the soil that was brought as a chatas, the special soil for Yom Kippur. So I see that these two are connected and one comes right after the next. So therefore the soil is done right over here according to Rabbi Kiva. So again, Rabbi Yaza basically is saying that all Karbanas Musafin are done with the Tamit Shalbein Arbayim. Rabbi Kiva is saying all Karbanas Musafin are done with the Tamit Shachar, with one exception, this soil. The sa'ir is done when he puts back on his gold garments after he completes the Aveda with the white garments because we want the sa'ir hanaseh b'chutz to follow the sa'ir hanaseh b'fnim. And after this, Eloi ve'elo om. Then he brings his, uh, his ram and the, and the ram for the people, which is in carbon chatos, And then the murichatos are brought. This is all in the gold garments. And then Tomid shall be in our bayim. Following after he puts on the white garments again to go take out the kaf and the machta, which is not mentioned here. But then he comes back out and then he brings the Tomid shall be in our bayim. So this is also a bit different than what it said in the Mishnah because here he's saying that there's nothing that's brought together with the Tomid shall be in our bayim. Even the soil. The soil is brought after the soil, Anasa Bifnim, earlier on when he put on the, the gold garments after he completed the Aved of Yom Kippur. In the Mishnah, he said, So it's not, it's not exactly the same as it says in the Mishnah. The Rishayim discussed this. The Ramban, I believe, says that in the Mishnah, it's not exactly precise, even though it says that he's bringing it with the Tomet Shobayin Arbayim. The main point he meant to say is that it's not brought earlier on. But it's not exactly brought all the way so late by the Tomet Shobayin Arbayim. Because like Rabbi Kiva says here, in his opinion, the Soir Anasa Bechot has to be earlier, right after the Soir Anasa Bifnim. So what's the basis of Rabbi Yezah's opinion, the order that he says? The answer is, Ovid He says you have to follow the order the way it's written in the Torah. First you bring all the karbonis that are written in Torah's Kainim, which is in Parshas Achrei Mais. So all the special karbonis of the day of Yom Kippur, which are written in Parshas Achrei Mais. And then, And then you bring all those karbonis that are written in Parshas Pinchas, all of the Musafin. So this is the basis of Rabbi Eliezer's opinion that the Musafin are brought in the afternoon together with the Tomat Shobayin Arbayim because it's later in Parshas Pinchas or it's brought later in the afternoon. Rabbi Kiva, what's Rabbi Kiva's basis? Kidiktani Taimer, like it says in the Braise itself because the Pasik says, Mulvad Oilas Aboiker, Asher Oilas Atomit. By all Musafin, by all Yamim Taivim it says that the Musafin are besides the carbon Tomat Shoshachar which means that the Musafin are following the Tomat Shoshachar not the Tomat Shobayin Arbayim like Rabbi Eliezer. So they are brought together with the Tamil Shoshacha. So this explains the Machlaikis, one of the main Machlaikis here regarding the Musafin. Are the Musafin brought by the Tamil Shoshachar or are the Musafin brought by the Tamil Shobayin Arbayin? 
And as Rashi explains, Rabbi Eliezer does not hold of this drosha mulvad oilus that it does not apply over here, because Rabbi Eliezer says that's a posik that's not written by Yom Kippur. That's a posik that says by all the Yom Tovim. So therefore, Rabbi Eliezer says over here, we have to follow the order of the posik that first it says the psukim in Parshas Achrimais, later it says the psukim in Parshas Pinchas, and we follow that order, and therefore the Karbonus of Musaf and Go with the Tomat Shobain Arbayim. But there was another detail they argued about, the Sa'ir. Rabbi Kivir had a drasha, Mulvad Chata Sakipurim, to teach you that the two Si'irim, the Sa'ir that's brought Bifnim and the Sa'ir that's brought Bachotz, have to be right next to each other. So Rabbi Yezer said that the Sa'ir is brought later. The Sa'ir is brought together with the Tomit Shabbain Arbaim, not right after the Sa'ir Anasa Bifnim. So what would he do with that Pasik that Rabbi Kivir darshaned? So the Gemara will explain now that machlekes. This pasuk that Rabbi Kiva learned out from Chatas Akipurim, what does he learn out from it? So the Gemara answers, he learns a different drasha. He learns out from it, from something that it says in the Gemara in Shvuas. You have two sirim over here, and what one sire, which is brought b'fnim, is mechaper. Similarly, the sire that's brought b'chotz is mechaper. And the point is as follows. Usually, we're talking over here about these sirim that are mechaper on Tumas Miktosh v'Kadoshav, a kohen gadol that did the avodah in the base of Miktosh while he was tamei. In order to be mechaper on that, so usually you would bring a carbon chatas, which is a carbon oil of but there's a condition for that to be brought. There has to be a yediyah b'tchila and a yediyah b'saif. You had an awareness before, and then you forgot, but then later there was an awareness again, and then is when you could bring that carbon. If you're lacking that yediyah b'tchila, or you're lacking that yediyah b'saif, then you can't bring that carbon oil of So the two si'idim that are brought on the base of Mikdash are similar. In the sense that the first tsar that's brought b'fnim is mechaper in a case where you're lacking the yediyah b'tchila, and then the, the, the carbon sire, the chatos, that's brought b'chotz, that is mechaper if you're lacking the yediyah b'saif. So that's what it's saying, that they're mechaper for a similar instance where you're lacking one yediyah. Now the Gemara brings another two opinions. According to Rabbi Kive, what's the order of the seven kvasim that were brought, these musafim? Rabbi Yudayim and Mishmai, Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Kive, that it was split. Echad karevim tamet shachar. One of these seven kvasim was brought with the tamet shachar. Vishisha im tamet And another six of them were brought in the afternoon. Rabbi Lazar Bab Shimon says they were split, but Mishmai in the name of Rabbi Kive, they were split, but in the, in the reverse. Shisha kreivim im tamet shachar. Six of them were brought with the tamet shachar in the morning. Ve'echad im tamet And one was brought in the afternoon. So the question here is, my tamayu derabonon. What's the reason for both of these opinions that the musafin, the seven kvasim, are split? Part in the morning and part in the afternoon. So the answer is because trei kroi ksivi. There are two psukim that are saying opposites. Ksiv, on one hand, is the pasuk that we brought before that Rabbi Kiva said, mulvat that the musafin are besides the oilas indicating that it should be brought after the Tomet Shoshachar. Uksev, and there's another Pasik after it finishes speaking about all the Avedis of Yom Kippur, and it says, V'yotza, V'asa, Eselasa, and so on, that he goes out and does Eselasa, referring to the Musafin, meaning that the Musafin come later. So we have a contradiction in the Psukim. So Hilkach, this tells us that we have to split it. Avid, Minayu Hacha, so therefore I bring some in the morning, V'minayu Hacha, and some in the afternoon. So that's the basis of both opinions. But now the question is, what is the argument how you divide this? Do you bring one in the morning and six in the afternoon or the reverse? 
So the Gemara explains, Rabbi Yudah Sovar, Rabbi Yudah says, Ovid Chad Kedichsev Mulvad Eilis Abayke. You have to bring one in the morning, one of these seven Kvasim in the morning, like it's Mashma Mulvad Eilis Abayke, that there's another carbon Musaf that's coming then. Vahadar Ovid Avedis Hayyayim. And then you do all the Aveda, the special Aveda of the day of Yom Kippur. And you leave the rest of the Musaf and the rest of the six lambs for the afternoon. And the reason is, We're afraid if we're going to have him do all the Musafim in the morning, it'll weaken him. And he won't be able to do the main special Aveda of the day, which is the main Kapada of the day, the carbon of Yom Kippur, the carbon is the old Avedas of Yom Kippur. So we don't want it to be too weak, so we leave the remainder for the afternoon. Rabbi Lazar, Barab Shimon Sava, Rabbi Lazar, Barab Shimon says, No, Kivan the Aschil, once he begins bringing the Musafim in the morning, of it Shisha. So you do six of them. And we don't want him to leave it for later. Because Dilma Pasha, we're afraid if he's going to leave it for later, so then it comes later, he may be negligent and he won't do it then. Now, you're concerned about the fact that he's too weak and he won't be able to do the special of the Aveda of the day properly? For that, Rabbi Lazar, Barab Shimon says, the Legabe Aveda Sayyayim, for the special Aveda of today, the once a year that he can do this special Aveda, we're not concerned. Zorizu. He's definitely going to be diligent in doing that Aveda properly, so therefore that's not a concern. Now the Gemara points out something else that we see over here from these opinions, Rabbi Leazar, Rabbi Kiva, that was speaking about one, in this B'raise it mentioned that there was one aisle that was brought over here. So the Kolal is everybody agreed, Chad, Ayol, who? That there's only one aisle that's brought for the Kain and one aisle that's brought for the nation. So there's one aisle here. Keman, so according to whose opinion is this? Kerebi. It's following Rabbi's opinion. So we learned the Machlekes about this. The Tanya, Rabbi says, Rabbi Yomer, Ayel Echad Omakan. There's one aisle that's written in Parshas Achrimais. Hu Ha'omo B'chaymish Apikudim. That's the same aisle that's brought by the Musafin in Parshas Pinchas. The title repeats it, but it's the same aisle. There's just one aisle for the Yidin. Rabbi Lazab Rab Shimon Oimer, Rabbi Lazab Rab Shimon says, No, Shnei Elim there's two different rams. One in Parshas Achrimais, and then one that's mentioned in Parshas Pinchas. So the Gemara explains, my time with the Rebbe. According to Rebbe, why should we say that it's the same one? Because in Parshas Achrimais, when it talks about this ayol, it says ayol echad. The word echad is an extra word. We know it's one. It says ayol, a singular term. The Rabbi Laza Rab Shimon says, my echad. When the Torah writes echad, why is it saying that? It's saying that it has to be the best, a special one from amongst the whole group of the Elam. And Rabbi says, I don't need a special posik here. I find the Torah writes when anytime you donate a carbon, it should be brought from the best. So I know that the same thing applies over here. So I don't need a special posik for this. Once the Torah is coming to tell me this halacha regarding a carbon which is an obligation, and and once the Torah is saying it regarding a donation, and I need the Torah to tell me this, and each time they cannot be learned out from each other. We once had this before, and Rashi brings it over here, that on one hand I would say that maybe by an adava, that's a donation, it's a personal donation. Over there I would think that dafke there you have to bring the best in order that it should be accepted. But on the other hand, there's also room to say that it's specifically when it's an obligation. So over there, you have to be Yitzah Yechiv 100% properly. So that's why it has to be the best. So therefore the Taita had to write both of them separately.